Hello everyone, and welcome back to Commander Kitchen. Here at the kitchen, we discuss flavorful deck builds from the Archive Arcanum, decks built with a topic in mind. This episode, we're looking at the recipe for a deck dedicated to the animated wonders of Studio Ghibli, or is it Ghibli? To hear more on that topic, and to find out how to pronounce the studio name, make sure you tune in to the documentary podcast for the deck, whereas here, we're going to dive into how the deck works. As usual, we'll be looking at the flavor and the five ingredients of the deck, goals, ramp, interaction, draw selection, and the lands. The actual deck list can be found in the show notes, whereas the episode will focus on the key cards so that you can find cards to make the recipe your own. Now, let's talk flavor. The commanders for this deck are an odd couple in that they're non-official partners. That's right, it's time to go off book with this recipe. Being this is the case, if you are building this deck, make sure you have a conversation with your playgroup to determine if having these two as partners works for everyone. Our version of the deck is not overly powerful, so that might help make a case for it, though it can be quite explosive at times. As for the commanders themselves, they are Halar the Firefletcher and Verizal the Split Current. First up, Halar the Firefletcher is a legendary 3-3 elf archer for one, a red, and a green, with trample, and whenever you cast a spell, if that spell was kicked, put a plus one plus one counter on Halar the Firefletcher. Then, Halar deals damage equal to the number of plus one plus one counters on it to each opponent. Next up, we have Verizal the Split Current, who's a legendary 0-0 serpent for X, green, and blue. Verizal the Split Current enters the battlefield with a plus one plus one counter on it for each mana spent to cast it. Whenever you cast a kick spell, you may remove two plus one plus one counters from Verizal. If you do, copy the spell. You may choose new targets for the copy. A good thing to note with Verizal is that the number of counters you place on them after casting will also reference any commander tax you pay. That said, don't be afraid to get them out on turn two. It means you'll only be able to copy one spell, but when you cast them again for the minimum four mana, they will enter the battlefield with four counters. Much like the often chaotic and awe-inspiring films in the Studio Ghibli Ghibli archive, this deck aims to have explosive and often unpredictable moments by using the kicker ability. Kicker allows us to pay the standard cost of spells for an effect, or pay an increased cost to get that effect and more. Our commander pairing allows us to both gain value by duplicating our spells, looking at you, Verizal, and at the same time help us to close out the game by damaging our opponents every time we kick a spell. And that's you, Halar. Now, sometimes when watching Ghibli Ghibli films for the first time, you really never know how the story is going to go. The same is true for this deck. There are so many fun kicker spells out there that do vastly different things that it could be a surprise for even the person playing the deck. One thing is for certain, you can count on some control elements along with a good amount of ramp and card draw to help you outvalue your opponents. It's also fun to note that all of the legendary permanents in the deck represent key characters and moments in some of the films. I won't go through all of them here, as there are quite a few, but the show notes will have a link to the deck list which has a breakdown of what each card represents. Now, without further ado, let's get to the griddle. Alright everyone, look alive, starting with the goals of the deck, please. Being that kicker spells have a vast array of effects, it can be hard to pin down one win condition to lean into. In this recipe, we leaned into the fact that it's hard to lean into just one. We definitely use quite a bit of plus one plus one counter effects in the deck, so a Simic Ascendancy win is one option. Being that a good number of our creatures will have said counters on them, giving them trample with Gnarled Colony will give us an attacking force to be reckoned with. On the other side of things, we can also try to win through direct damage. Doubling a kicked Comet Storm can do some serious damage both to creatures and planeswalkers, but also to our opponents directly. 
Direct damage from Halar will definitely help with whittling down our opponents, but casting enough kicker spells to take them out would take quite some time. Unless you use grafted exoskeleton, that is. That's right, infect. Much like how the character Ahitaka was infected with evil power in Princess Mononoke, mirroring that here with an aptly timed kick spell can easily win us the game. As previously noted, plus one plus one counters play a notable role in this recipe. Both of our rebellious commanders strongly benefit from having more counters on them, so as they say, the more the merrier. Whether moving counters around with Bioshift or just popping some on our creatures with Inscription of Abundance or, now bear with me here, this is a tough one to say, Strength of the Tajuru, wow, the ability to ensure the right creatures have counters on them will give us a giblek up on the competition. Eh? No? How about giblek? Ooh, which is it? Now, what's better than having something great? Having more of that thing. Whether it's proliferating our counters with cards like Contagion Engine or Solidarity of Heroes, or just making more copies of a creature with Right of Replication, having more is definitely a good thing in this deck. Pulling Triple Duty in the deck is Sword of Truth and Justice, giving us some evasion and protection, adding counters to our creatures and planeswalkers, and making more counters with its proliferate ability. Alright, good pace everyone, moving on to ramp now. There is actually a fair amount of crossover between ramp and kicker, though, true to the randomness of what kicker spells offer, these spells cover different types of ramp. We see cost reduction in Vine Gecko, a mana dork in Elfham Druid, mana rocks in Everflowing Chalice and Skyclave Relic, and land ramp in Grow from the Ashes, Hunting Wilds, Primal Growth, and Fastwood Surge. In cahoots with our plus one plus one synergies, we have also included Incubation Druid, being that it's fairly easy to get a counter on them. Great work, looking now for interaction. For this version of a kicker deck, we want to have a fair amount of interaction to ensure we have the time to ramp into our value. Be it direct removal with Mold Shambler or Verduran Emissary, or bounce spells like Into the Royal or Blink of an Eye, keeping our opponent's pivotal pieces off the board, even temporarily, can help us find the time and cards we need to win. Not to mention that our bounce spells also allow us to bring our paces back if we want to get second value from our kicker permanents. Protecting our key pieces will also be important, so having Plaxcaster Frogling and Vines of Vastwood in the mix are key. Now, being that we'll spend some big mana on kicked spells, low-cost counterspells like Swansong and an offer you can't refuse will help ensure they resolve. Those counterspells even provide us value if our leered Disciple of the Drowned is on board. We can still target our own spells, which won't end up being countered, but we still get the tokens the spells create. It's a corner case, but a tasty one. Let's not fall behind. Next up, we have draw and selection, please. Now, it's probably no surprise that in blue and green, we have access to some strong card draw and selection. Repeatable effects from Coral Hell Chronicler and Fathom Mage will help the value to continue flowing, while one-time effects from Joint Exploration or Sphinx of the Lost Truth will help us surge through our deck. Copying a kicked Sphinx will net us two 3-5 flyers and six cards. Side note. Kicking actual sphinxes is not condoned by this show, nor any show on the AABC. Don't kick things. Except these spells. Definitely kick those. A good interaction that can net us a lot of cards occurs if you enchant Halar with either Curiosity or Keen Sense. Because of how those cards are worded, for each instance of damage we deal to our opponents, we draw a card. That means, with one of these attached to Halar, if we cast a kick spell and there are three opponents, that draws us three cards. Now, imagine you get both auras attached to Halar. That'll be some tough choices when it comes time to discard. Good work, everyone. Last one almost through. Lands, please. For the lands in this deck, depending on how you might want to build your version, we just want to make sure that we balance our colors accordingly. 
As for lands to play into our strategy, Opal Palace and Llanowar Reborn can help with getting counters on our creatures, the former especially strong when we've cast Verizal two or three times from the command zone. Throne of McKindy is also included, as it can provide us with some extra mana for the later turns. For unignorable flavor, we also have Otawara the Soaring City and Boseju who endures, helping us in both our land and our interaction categories. Now, the dish. Sometimes we just need to be who we am and kick out the jams. That's a kicker joke. Not a good one, but whatever. For those times, playing a fun and unpredictable deck can let us lean into the value of mysterious outcomes. Whether you end up infecting your opponents out of the game in one foul swoop, or wrapping yourself into an army of flying, trampling sphinxes angry about being kicked, this recipe will often surprise and seldom bore, very much akin to the Ghibli, or Ghibli films, that we at the AABC have come to adore. Thanks everyone for tuning into the Commander Kitchen, and remember, if variety is the spice of life, then try not to stay too salty. I'll see you at the table.